production team is Jade Paget-Seegans and Eric Klein. In Washington, D.C., I'm Selena Masuda, sitting in for Auda Bogato. Yo, I could swallow the sea. I could hold my breath and count to a zillion. I can fly. I can stretch and stretch for a million billion miles till I'm the highest man in the world. Yeah, well, I could become a giant robot with magic death rays. That's nothing, man. I can't be burnt. Like, I could eat flame and stick my head in an oven and close the door and turn invisible. And ca- hey, will you kids keep that down in there? Your mother's got a splitting headache! And knock off that boasting! Same old senseless posturing has got you ready to junk your terrarium and start raising sea monkeys. Hold the bus. You've got the bragging rights to the best mix of freeform music and public affairs. Right here on WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor, 88.3, Radio Free. No lying. I can speak 12 languages and turn into plastic, man. Well, I could talk to animals and turn into Stretch Armstrong. And the Flash. I've seen Star Wars and Planet of the Apes eight trillion times. Yeah, well, I've seen Tatum O'Neill naked. Yeah, well, I could eat 900 boxes of Count Chocula, and my uncle used to host Whopper Room, and he knows Count Chocula, Godzilla, and Bruce Lee personally. I got an iron neck. I thought I told you to keep it down in there! If I hear one more word, you're getting head cheese for dinner, and I mean it! I can juggle machetes. Man, I ate the brown acid at Woodstock. You liar. What are we doing in here? Dan, get off my foot. There are hangers everywhere, Christy. And what's up with these mothballs? This is stifling. I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, and I can barely move. Forget this, man. Closets Closets are are for clothes. Closets Are For Clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. (laughs) We're here, we're on, Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3, Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts... Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal, thanks for joining us. Let's go. Welcome. Welcome. That was hilarious. That was very funny. The show had started and we had no idea. Yes, yes. And Alex looked a little panicked when we told him we couldn't hear anything. (laughs) And it turns out it was our damn fault. That's right. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes on Wednesday, December 28th. Yes. 28th. It's our last show of 2005. Um, Wow. Wow. Whole year. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to think that the year's almost over. Exactly. Um, Man, so how are you, Christy? I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's yesterday was a cra- okay. I have to start with sort of the weekend because Uh-oh. it leads up to yesterday. Uh-oh. Oh, over the weekend, of course, it was the holiday. It was very chill for us. We hit, we did very little minimal effort involved in Love those weekends. Yeah, we went out to breakfast with my dad on Saturday morning and then just spent the day at my partner's family's house. Sunday and did pretty much nothing. Ah. When in that nothing, we watched the first season of the TV show Lost. Oh, I wow. Had, I've seen parts of the second season, and I'm waiting for it. I do something online that sends me. I've That's like at the top of my list. I'm waiting. Yeah. yeah. So the second season's on DVD now? No, the first oh, season is. The second okay. Right that's what now. I thought. So we've been watching the first season, and we're not finished yet. It's oh. a long... It's like... It's really a lot of episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's more than... Because I've watched the whole season of um, Six Feet Under in like a day before. Right. Like, right. Th- this is a lot of television viewing. <laughs> anyway, I'm not giving any spoilers away if you're following the show. If you're not, there's... I'll try to be as cryptic as possible if you su- <laughs> choose to pursue it in the future. Well, there's this point in the show where they realize that there are these six numbers that are sort of cursed, right? 
Oh. And, or something like that. I don't know if it's cursed per se, or one of the characters on the show had previously used these numbers to play the lottery and There's won. Some coincidences around But yeah, numbers. these numbers have a lot of coincidences involved in them. He won the lottery and then all this bad luck started happening to him. Nothing like huge, nothing no like, uh, well, except for the fact that he was in a plane crash. But, like, his mom... <laughs> that significant. Yeah, his mom broke his ankle. His oh. his or broke her ankle. His brother got left by his wife. Things like that were happening. Okay. Well, we so we watched... And, the, and the, this episode was the last one that we watched, right, before yesterday. Yesterday morning, I'm supposed to go do some volunteer work with Dan. Right, uh-huh. Totally forgot about it. <laughs> That's all right. Then, as it turns out, he wasn't able to even get a hold of anybody at the place we were supposed to volunteer they for, at. They forgot about us, too. They forgot about <laughs> us, too. So that's sort of the minor thing. Tuesday is also the day I'm supposed to call in and do my humiliating report to the unemployment office. Oh, I set an alarm on my cell phone, and I put my cell phone in my pocket. Then I went about my day. I went grocery shopping. Um... And then I went to go to a coffee shop and got online. And as I'm sitting there, unbeknownst to me, my cell phone was ringing off the hook. Oh. I could not hear it in the loud place inside my pocket. When I, two hours after I was supposed to call unemployment, is when I remembered I was supposed to call unemployment. Oh, no. So I pulled out my phone to just check and see if the alarm had gone off, what had happened, why I didn't hear it. Five missed calls in the span of oh. like an hour. Oh, wow. I checked the messages, and the first one is I accidentally delete it. Oh, no. The second one is my partner's mom saying, it's really important. I need you to call me right away as soon as you get this message. She didn't sound panicked. She sounded a little agitated, a little ramped up. Well, she has been suffering with a very um, bad back problem for about a week maybe two weeks now and so i thought it was something like that she'd fallen down she needed me whatever and it had been an hour and a half or something oh since no well i checked i was able to retrieve the deleted message and it was actually my partner saying i'm at work i've cut my fingers really badly oh, and no. i need to go to urgent care please call me as soon as possible <laughs> Oh, oh no. And she was very calm, very chill, you know, the whole deal. But I've then immediately freaked out. She's been trying to call me for over an hour. Right. And I was totally unavailable to her. I can totally, like, in my mind, I'm like, if this, if I were in her shoes, I would be cussing a blue streak, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you have your cell phone on you? What's the matter with you? Why do we pay that bill if you're not getting, you know, all right. of these things? So I call her her office and they tell me where she is. And that they had driven her to urgent care and that I just needed to go there and pick her up. That it wasn't serious, you know, that she wasn't like fainting or anything like that. Well, I get to the place um, and it it closed about five minutes before I got there. So oh I couldn't God. get actually directly in there. I went next door, and fortunately, these two offices were connected or could have oh, okay. a share a door on the inside. Okay. So she let me in, and they had been telling my partner all this time, well, we can't let her come back here because of HIPAA rules. When she gets here, she's going to have to wait. HIPAA won't let her come all the way back into the exam room. Even and I'd never partner? heard that before in my yeah. life. Well, anyway, I didn't care. When I got there... I was like, they let me through that secret bat cave door gotcha. into the other office. And the medical assistant came out and was like, hi, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I'm here with, you know, Danielle. She cut her fingers. And I heard Danielle say, I'm back here. Everything's fine. And I was like, okay. And I just zoomed right past the medical assistant. Like, <laughs> didn't even let her talk to me. And, of course, apologized profusely. And by that time, my partner was calmed down. She wasn't mad at me anymore. But she was getting stitches in the tip of her middle finger. Oh, my goodness. The, not the, like, end, but, like, the bottom, the pad. Still. Yeah. Well, if that really hurts. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and they had tried to give her a shot down by her knuckle to just numb the whole finger, and it didn't take. So oh. they actually did a stitch with an un, un oh. anesthetized. Oh, and and she that's when I got there at that moment. <laughs> oh no! So she was like, "Ow, ow, damn, 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 
<laughs> you know, freaking out a little because it hurt. But then they put a shot right in the in the cut and everything and, and took mm. care of it. But we then on the way home, we were like, she started telling me this story about what had happened at work, how she cut her finger. What was she's like, everything was fine. The day was going smoothly. And then I cut my finger and everything went crazy. Like, this patient comes in with these huge problems. Some Another patient starts bleeding. She's like, I don't know what happened. And we both said, it was those numbers. It was the numbers. Those numbers gave us a string of bad luck. Oh, man. And so we kept joking about those numbers, yes, you know, the yes. rest of the day. Anytime, you know, like, whatever it was, I think that I... Um, forgot an ingredient for the dinner I was making or whatever and I was like it's the numbers they're making me forget that's right that's right <laughs> so those but the show is very good. Oh, I, good but I still can't believe there aren't any gays on the island well you, there aren't any gays yet on the island yeah nobody's come out yet no one's come out oh yet. I mean there out of 48 people that's how many there were when they crashed there's got to be at least four or five at least at least one yes at least Wow. So it's so, not like five or six. I said I don't watch the show. So is it, it's not like well, five or six like main characters. Well, there's like seven or eight that they kind of focus on. Oh, And okay. then there's the rest of the people, too. Okay. And so the, the even the people... That'd be they kind fo- of a cool job, if you think about it. Being an extra, a regular extra. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It would being, be very cool. Being one of those 40. Right. <laughs> and I can... This show is completely impossible to figure out. Yeah, you don't know it's going to... You me, never you have any idea know. what's happening, why things are going And that's why you're like, once you start watching, you're addicted. You can't... I watched a single episode from season two. I've never watched a show before. I happened to watch it over Thanksgiving. I'm now like, oh my gosh, I have to see the show. I wow. want to know what's happening. Yeah. I want to know the backstory. I mean, it's It ridiculous. is. It's, it's whack. I mean, from the very first episode of the first... The pilot episode, some weird stuff happens and you're like, What? Uh-huh. Huh. How did that happen? And then they won't refer to it for like four episodes. They do a lot uh. of like back and forth between like where you are now and what's happened in the past. So like you don't always get back to that story right, right. away. It's, it's just, cr- but there's this guy in there. There's this fat guy who I adore. I think, first of all, <laughs> he's very cute. Oh. And second of all, he's hilarious. Yeah, okay. He's funny. And he's the, he is the guy that won the lottery. Oh, okay. And he has been one of the things that he said was he was playing backgammon for money with this little kid that was on the plane, and he owes the little kid like eighty three thousand dollars. And of course, they all think it's a joke, right? He doesn't really have the money to back it up, but he does. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, wow. that so I blame the numbers, and be careful it's if you like a major if you Gilligan watch. Island. Yeah, it's it's a lot more serious than Gilligan's Island. Oh, okay. Like, so it's more intense. It's more intense. Um, I mean, and it's just so it's more like a Lost in Space. It no <laughs> no. <laughs> it's sort of it's like it's a drama, but it's a little science fiction it's like supernatural X-Files meets Survivor. It, yeah, ah, but okay. not if X if Survivor was completely fictionalized. Right, right. Oh, okay. Which, right. Yeah, right. Well, it's close to it's it, but close to it. It's pr- it's good. Okay, interesting. It's good and weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're interested, the first season's available on DVD. The second season's on right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's on right. So it's only been two seasons. Of yeah, Lost. it's only been two okay. seasons of Lost. Um, so our hope is that we're gonna like wait for reruns to start ah, in the okay. late spring, and then watch season two. There you go. Um, there you that's go. our hope anyway. Yeah. Although it seems to have a very long season. Yes. Yes. And I don't know if they'll be able to get it all in in the summertime. Anyway. Wow. So that's how I am. How are you, Meredith? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a crazy... I don't know. Like, being off of work really... It messes with my head. (laughs) How so? Because I lose, like, all track of time and, like... You know, normally I get up. I, Dan and I went swimming this morning. Yep. And the alarm was supposed to go off at 7.20. And my partner said to me, I'm, like getting ready to leave and he was gonna put air in my tire and he said where are you going why are you leaving now and i said what do you mean i'm leaving at i have to go swimming and he said oh you're going swimming i thought you weren't going to nine o'clock i said why would i get up at 7 20 who gets up at 7 20 <laughs> just swimming? for the heck of it just for the heck of it so <laughs> and i've been sleeping a lot lately taking little naps on the couch and playing with the dogs nice who are bad doggies they are they're very bad doggies we went out the day after christmas 
had all these nice Christmas presents underneath the tree. My partner had gotten some chocolate. We had gotten some popcorn from the popcorn place. We had gotten all this different stuff, and we had gotten two big bags of doggy treats for the dogs as their Christmas present. We leave. Uh-oh. We come back. <coughs> and it looks like somebody had a party in the middle of the living room, and there are the dog bag, like the dog biscuit bags are torn apart, and there's mm-hmm. dog biscuit crumbs all over the floor, and they have devoured a giant box of chocolate, and another box of another thing of chocolate they got in like these little tin foil wrapped money chocolate things, kind of like Hanukkah gilt, but it was shaped like little chocolate. Somehow, the two of them had managed to open up the pieces uh-huh. of chocolate and not eat the tinfoil part. No, they yeah. ate the chocolate part. Oh, wow. They also proceeded to hide the gourmet chocolate box that they had devoured underneath the skirt of the tree so that we couldn't <laughs> find it in uh, Very good. Did they get sick? No. They're fine. Chocolate can be almost fatal for dogs. And they ate a lot of chocolate. I mean, they I mean, ate a lot. If they're big dogs. They are. They're really, really see, big I dogs. I think they actually had the... They, they, I think they like um, had all their friends over, had the big party, said, ooh, we got our durs, passed around the, you know, the... the could be. I wish I could have seen them because it clearly, like, progressed out of hand at some point. <laughs> like, somebody went for something at first and then the other one was like, hmm, okay, I'll, I'll try this too. And then it just... I mean, the place was trashed. It looked like people, the rug was thrown over. There was, you know, little bits of tin foil and cookie bits. Out. I mean, it was crazy. Oh they went gosh. insane. I wish I could have that had a little camera to watch sort of them. funny. It is. Yeah, it's kind of like that, that, that uh, commercial over Las Vegas with the kids yeah. cleaning up or whatever. Right. <laughs> you came home a little too soon. Yeah, we did, apparently. <laughs> right, they didn't get the, the Swiffer wet jet out yet <laughs> to clean yeah. up their mess. Uh, yeah, right. one of them... I, we got home and I said, oh, no, what did you guys do? And whenever she's bad and she eats, sometimes she likes to eat the tissue out of the basket, she'll get up on the love seat and just like sit there and look at you like, I'm so cute and innocent and don't uh-huh. be mad at me. She started to get up to go get onto the love seat and I said, don't you try to be cute right now. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Exactly. <laughs> you ate all her chocolate. <laughs> I need my chocolate back. <laughs> Fortunately, though, it was the day after Christmas, so all of that stuff was on sale. Yeah, that's true. We uh-huh. didn't end up getting more for fear that they would just go eat more, hog uh, wild, and eat more. Gotcha. So. But they're also, aren't these dogs the same ones that are like known for like opening up the cupboard and grabbing something from the top? Yes. They shelf manage or their favorite treat when we leave is to get a pig ear, which is gross. They're roasted, it's disgusting. They, the want dogs to, love them. But they love them. They're like, you know, I don't know. It's like the... And if no, you're going to kill same. a pig for food, use it all. Yeah. That's true. Seriously. True. I mean, so they're eating everything. So they had been up on a pretty high shelf. One of them had gotten up there, pulled the bag down, and they proceeded to eat between them 40 pig ears. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it was just torn open. But, you know, the thing is, is the way she had torn... And we're pretty sure it was our white dog who did it because she's the brains of the operation. <laughs> we're pretty sure that she, she tried to tear, like, just the top of the thing open not like just rip the bag open so that like she could dole them out you know, like, <laughs> two for me and one for, for you, you that kind of thing right. so yeah they're not they're they'll eat wow if you let them goodness yeah and they didn't get sick they didn't look any she looked a little bear looked a little high she was a little uh. drugged like she kind of just sat there and stared at you for most of the night like oh help me <laughs> right right so, and they normally bo- like bark or if you, we went into the bedroom and I said, this is a little test to see if they're high. And I closed the door and we're standing there. And normally two seconds later, they'd be scratching at the door barking. No, I opened the door and they're just lying in the exact place they were before staring at the bedroom oh. door. Like, Oh, where'd you guys go? Oh, look at all the pretty colors. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. oh, well, I think the other saving graces, if I'm not mistaken, these are like not your medium sized dogs either. No, they I are. Mean, we're not talking large. about Chihuahua, Chihuahua no. here. So. Bear's a big girl. She's, she's a fatty. <laughs> we love her for that. Moose isn't, but he's big. Like he's a big, big dog. So. Yes. So I mean, he's we're not looking, tiny. Like, yeah. They're like 100 pound. Bears at least a hundred pounds. Okay. Moose probably is too, but not because I mean, I okay. think it's all his fur. <laughs> yeah, he look yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a big uh, dog. So. Well, they should stay out of the chocolate. They should. Bad doggies. Yes, exactly. Bad dog. How are you, exactly. Dan? Yes, well, I Dan. thought I would save uh, save my little story for the um 
uh, for the next segment. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, why don't we take a little break? And when we come back, we're going to talk about, and I know I, we, we sort of ramped this up as the top 10 of 2005, but we're actually going to just do highlights because we couldn't narrow it down to just 10. There are too many good things that happened. Yeah, too many things. So um, let's take a break, and we'll see you in a few That's on Closet right. Time for Clothes. <laughs> I feel like we're laughing. I should do like a little like joke at the moment. Yeah, I you know. know like and open up with something and go, hi, what's the difference between uh, <laughs> boogers and broccoli? Right. Kids don't eat broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> they shut the door. Or we should have, um, you know, Goldie Hawn with body paint. Yeah. yeah. Saying suck it to me. <laughs> suck it to me. Doing a little shimmy. Well, you, welcome back to Closet Surfer Clothes and WCBN. Oh. So our hope now is to talk about some of the highlights of 2005, and of course we are def- we are most certainly, I guarantee it, not going to talk about everything that was a highlight oh, of 2005, Definitely because not. we only have about 40 minutes yeah, left yeah. in the show exactly. to talk, so we're not <laughs> exactly. going to be able to do that, but we are going to talk about a few, and we're going to start with Dan. What is your highlight? Oh, the highlight is um, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Uh, I just went and saw that. Like, literally, I walked to the door after seeing it. And um, <laughs> I'm pr- surprised my eyes are still so swollen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, when we advise people to go see it, like, um, on the 24th or 25th or whatever, if you need something to do or whatever, or you're having a lonely moment. <sighs> Not the best advice we've ever given before yeah, we see something. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> that that was the advice we gave them. We that, certainly we did. Said, oh, if you're alone on the holidays, you need a little gay respite. <laughs> yes. Go see, see Brokeback Mountain. Mountain. Or as my friend is referring to it, Bareback Mountain. Yes, I'm oh, waiting for the porno. I mean, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it is, a, it is a great story. A lot to talk about. I mean, that's the thing. Um, there is so much. Um, not giving anything away, but there really is... Um, it is a story about one person, actually. I think that is like, um, because I've actually seen it twice. But um, shocking. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I promised a friend today that I'd see it today, but I couldn't wait, so I saw it like, um, I think either Saturday or something like that, and um, um, and I didn't get it the first time. I couldn't. I was like, because there was so much that they like give out to you that I didn't, I didn't understand. The, the story completely so today right. i was able to watch it and then i was able to get all the little different things like that happened. In more. exactly and i have to admit and apparently this is the style of the director or whatever um ang lee is there's a lot of things well first of all the, the enos the story is really is about enos um it starts with him what and an ends unfortunate with, name you know yeah E-N-O-S, yes exactly anyway, and sorry. um yeah yeah <laughs> well, all the people uh, out there whose name are enos we apologize yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry yeah. um it, it really is a story it is his story but um uh, but I think what will help folks out a lot more is it's what's not being said versus what's being said. Because that was what I, I learned today. It was like some of it was just like if you took it at face value, it, you, miss it. You, you miss a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of... There's a lot of acting that's going on when you when I didn't realize it the first time. I thought it was going to be one of those movies. Just go in, all right. It's just you know, okay. What are we going? We're just going. It's all going. It's going to all be going to given to me, and then I didn't get it. Um, most of it, and it really is a movie about um, compromises and the compromises you make through your life. Interesting. So and yeah, and you know, I often will need to see a movie that's deep twice. Yeah. Yeah. No, if it's more than say, it has more levels than say Austin Powers. I'm gonna right. need to see it. <laughs> totally. Oh yeah. At least yes. twice. Yes. Before yeah. it really grasps grasps me. And honestly, that's sometimes hard for me to stomach because, like, I think Robert Redford movies are like that. Okay. Like, yes. Uh-huh. Like the yeah. first time I and the thing is, is I feel like at the end of it, I've watched a two-hour Marlboro commercial. Right. And like I I don't want to see it again. Right. But then there are people, other people who will say to me. You really should see it again. It's excellent. It's a very... I can't believe you don't like it. Right. Yeah. You know, it seems like you, that would be something that you would like. So there... And I... And it's not that I think that 
you know, you or I are particularly thick, Dan. I no, think that yeah. <laughs> that it's just sometimes you have to get a story. Well, I was expecting a, a typical gay movie. I mean, to be honest with you, I was going in a typical gay movie where they just give you everything and it's like, oh, okay, great, thanks a lot. Right. You know, okay, this is about, um, you know, pe- people falling in love and it wasn't going to be really that much. Um there was a lot more there than I than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. You know, like I expect, like I was told, there was like some major like sex scenes. Mm, sorry, I mean there are some, but it's not what you're thinking. Right. Um, you know, so um, it, it really is not Bareback Mountain. Um, but it's one. Of, <laughs> you know, I mean, there is some nudity in there, so there's there is some nudity in there, but it's just one of those things. It's not a. It's not definitely not a porno. Yeah. Um, and which is partly what I was expecting, and so that's why. And I, to, be, to be honest with you, the first time I saw it. I didn't cry at all. Um, it wasn't until I got into my car, got onto the highway, going to the, the event that evening. It was like, and I started thinking about the movie, and I had like a visceral reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, well, what's going on with that? Like this. And so when I came in this time, and I was paying attention to what was going on, boy, did I ball through the movie. So, yeah. you know, and so did all the straight people in the movie, in oh, the absolutely. theater. Really? I, that's what got me, I think, this time was that as people were walking in, yeah, there was, you know, a couple. There was a couple of couples. There was there was like um, maybe five couples in the theater, um, but the rest were like guys going to a chi- to a chick flick to kind of you know take their girlfriend or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, it was like because mm-hmm. um, it was like the, I think it was the 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 woman that wanted to go see the movie and not um, the guy. You know, and so he was just there. In fact, there was one guy that walked out. Even before the movie started. Did he not? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was one of those things of just like, you could tell when he walked in, he was already flustered. And then he couldn't get the perfect seat, so he walked out. That's really interesting. And so I, I, that was really... I wonder how many other movies he walked out of because he can't get the right seat. Well, and that's what I was, yeah, exactly. I mean, that was what was kind of like... Well, that's a lot of money to throw away. Well, no, he was like whispering, he was like, not whispering, but... uh, um, quietly telling the woman he was with, well, we're getting our money back for this because this is ridiculous. And I was just like, wow. Well, I mean, I I think that the movie is meant to challenge people on lots of levels, right, not it just is. gay people. I mean, it it's did. meant to push your buttons in in certain ways. Yeah. I mean, it right. seems like. Exactly. And I think, and that was the thing, is that I think that that's why I think people weren't necessarily crying because of what they were seeing on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um but more crying of, wow, I've been there. Mm-hmm. It was it's the mm-hmm. same emotion I think you have in whatever relationship, you know, a um, the, just the back and forth of a relationship mm-hmm. and things like that. So I think that that's what is very. So I think that it's it was. So at this time I got it, and it was just like wow, you know, I was and you, <clears throat> and this is one of those movies I, um, that you need to see in a big screen. Mm-hmm. I'm, it, it, the the scenery is gorgeous. Sure. Um. So, um. Especially in the first part when they're up in the mountain and things, um. It's well, I guess you're in the mountain throughout the movie, but especially some of the scenery in the beginning, right? Just, um, was amazing. Well, so. you hit upon bringing that up as that being one of your highlights is actually a highlight for the whole year is Brokeback Mountain, Rent, and Transamerica all being huge, yes. giant Hollywood release films. I mean, Transamerica, not as much as the other two, um, but to some extent, I mean, starring Felicity Huffman, who's very, very famous because of Desperate Housewives. Yes. um, Also, isn't she married to William H. Macy, I think? Yes. Um, So, but why to claim... I mean, Rent is getting mixed reviews, I think, because it... I mean, it'll never be the musical. I think that's the thing is... Right. You have to love the musical. You have to be a musical person, first of all, and then you have to love... That particular musical, because they really go there with you. Right, right. So, but the huge, you know, major, all of them potential Oscar things, you know, um, Oscar yes. hopes for yes. the, which is the gay Super Bowl. So yes, mm-hmm. yes, uh, uh-huh. it's appropriate that they'll all be there. Yeah. So that's a huge thing. Yeah. For mm-hmm. the LGBT community. Well, and I think, and I think that's what uh, uh, is that we're getting past. The the comedy that mm-hmm. it's just in there. It's we're a very lighthearted. We're not the birdcage anymore. Yeah, it's not. Yes, that's a perfect or way to put it. We're not the birdcage anymore, and we're also not these tiny independent films. Yes. that right. are poorly yes. funded and don't and necessarily not, have the best right. acting, even though they have yeah. really good writing and directing. Yes. So 
Yes. Yeah. You know, and so that's where, yeah, so that's one of the things I was just really, um, and I think this is definitely, like Greg was saying in our previous shows, of that this is one of those timeless movies. It could have happened... 19 starts off in 1963 but it could have happened in 1940 it could have happened in 19, in 2005 right um i think it's one of those it's for a moment in time i think it, it says a lot sure so um well that's thank you for bringing that up sure so that is our our first highlight is obviously talking about some of the yeah the, movie, the current yes the current movie stuff but also some stuff with celebrities some huge celebrities came out this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being Cheryl Swoops, the WNBA star. Yeah. Um, yes. She came out, not to a lot of fanfare. It wasn't, no. it wasn't huge. People didn't really seem to care. It didn't really register that yeah. much. Yeah. Um, but Do you think it, it's because people thought that, oh, that must be... I think some people probably thought, well, she's a, a basketball, a female basketball She's a female athlete. Right. Yeah. Of she course must be she's gay. gay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think some of she's it gay. Bad. Yeah. I mean, if you know, there, there's less. Even though there was that, you know, there's that current college women's basketball coach that's like, no lesbians on my team has that whole thing. Right. Um, the sort of pressure and push for female athletes to be feminine is less so now than I mean. Remember, um, if we think about tennis in the late seventies, early eighties, that it was Chrissy Everett with her uh, pigtails and. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was very, she was girly. Yes. Playing mm-hmm. against Martina Navratilova, who was not. Yes. You know, like, yes. Yes. by any stretch oh, of the yeah. imagination. Yeah. So, um, some of that has subsided <laughs> to some extent, but, um, Cheryl Swoops came out and, in, I think one of the things she said that was really impressive to me is that it was unfair to my partner for me to not be out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think that that's perhaps a perspective that we don't often consider. Right. Um, that the you know there's probably a lot that would then Cheryl not being out forces her partner to not be out as well, which is I think not a choice that we can make for someone else. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. So in any case, um, so there and also um, Mr. Sulu, George Takai. No, I did from not even think. I didn't even. Yeah. I didn't even register with me that out that was even a possibility. Nowhere. Yeah. Totally yeah. out of nowhere. Yes. That one like totally like blew me away. Were you, yeah. like, oh, you know, I mean, I, I always joke really? about yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you know, and and I I really had to do some soul searching there because I was just like, wow, my gaydar really was off. You yeah. know, is something you know? wrong with me? Yes, He's exactly. A darn good actor. He yes. is. We yes. believed it. But I was also wondering, because I actually had the same reaction, and I ended up having a conversation with a friend of mine. Is it, was it, and made, which made me question, was it my stereotypes about Asians? That, I was that, just going like, to go there. That, yep. of course he's not gay. He's Asian. There are no gay Asians, which is total BS. Right, right. Of course there are gay Asian men mm-hmm. and gay Asian women. Um, But... His being Japanese may have unconsciously influenced my right. my thoughts on it. I don't know yeah. for sure yeah. if if that was the case or, or even not. just the cultural like buying gaydar is very culturally based. Right. You know the the joke of that you know are they European or are they gay? You know it's right. it's one of those like uh, oh you know and and that or are they a Eurofag? Uh, right. Oh yeah. Hello. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. And just how. Um, uh, how how much my gaydar is maybe based on a, a very cultural um, uh, basis. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what our cues are yes. right. for it. Yes. Um, and two other folks that we can think of off the top of our head that were neither of which were very big surprises: Tab Hunter and Richard Chamberlain. Now Richard Chamberlain, I was like, not I thought surprised he was at out already. Yeah, totally. like I saw it, and he was like, I don't know, he was on some news show in the morning, and I was getting dressed, and he was talking. I, he wrote a book, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, they both did. They both did. Well, I was. I sat there and I was like, why is this news? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Haven't you really? been gay forever? <laughs> well, and the, but exactly. And that's, that's why. It's like you writing a book and being like, I'm gay. Okay, now wait a minute here. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's like, what? You know. Um, Although, you know, yeah, some well, people think you're married. I don't know. Yeah, that's, we are having that issue. Yes, I, I don't know if Christy is aware of. I'm not. Uh, well, what, bec- some of our, our water aerobics classmates believe that Dan and I are married. Right. 
Very funny. Yes, and, and it kind of... Oh, would that they knew the truth. Yeah, well, well we kind of told well, them. But I the mean. thing is, is we talk about our show. We talk about coming from the show. We talk about the fact that it's, you know, LGBT oriented. Yes. So I don't know. Anyway, I didn't mean to pull us off the topic. But. That's okay. Yeah, um, yeah that Richard my... Chamberlain, totally not a yeah. surprise. But Tab Hunter, a little more of a surprise, but still, really? not Mr. Sulu. Right. Really? Oh, no, not to the degree yeah. Mr. Sulu, yeah. Now, Tab, I mean, I, I didn't have any... I think partly I didn't even know who he was, so he wasn't even on my radar. But it was like, but uh, so maybe it would have been like a Rock Hudson type right. issue. Well, where it see, was like, and that's why I think he know. came out now. Uh, there are so few people that he's like top of mind for. Yes, you know that it's it's safe now for him to come out. Right, um, right. much the same way it is for Richard Chamberlain and and George Takai, all of them to come out. They're later in their life; they're not active in their yep. acting careers anymore. It's not going to jeopardize that stuff. Which, you know, for all of them, forty years ago, they wouldn't have had a job. Right. Yeah, uh, you know, right. you, can you imagine him trying Richard Chamberlain being Doctor Kildare? Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. You know, that wasn't going to happen. And I don't even know what or J- Mister Sulu. No way. Right, mm-hmm. right. No way. Yeah. Exactly. So, and what they would have done on that series. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The yeah. things they could have done on Star Trek. That's so, right. Exactly. Yeah, By I, the way, have they had a gay character on Star Trek? I can't think of one. Well, Seven of Nine was bisexual <gasps> and or lesbian. I'm that's not right. sure which. Okay. But gotcha. that was on the TNG. Yes. I don't. I sound like I know stuff I about Star say, Trek, but I don't. You just called it TNG. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I have a friend who calls it that, and I just picked it up. I've mm. never really watched it ever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I just remember reading that in uh, Curves, Curve okay. or Advocate or okay. whatever, something about Seven of Nine, played gotcha. by Jerry Ryan. Okay. Oh, so. really? Yeah. So I never watched Star Trek, so I was like, oh, Seven of Nine, whatever. I don't yeah. know. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Um, so uh, were Didn't you able- Cynthia Nixon come out this year, too? Well, she dated a woman. Oh, is she I don't know if that okay. qualifies no, her that... as coming out. Okay, but she did come. Um, now, how did we know that she dated a woman? Well, because she she dated a woman. It was she very left, public. Yeah, she, she left oh. her husband, uh, a husband for, for a woman. A woman. Oh, okay. And also Portia de Rossi, who wasn't ever really not out, but everyone okay. was sort of surprised. Everyone she was, was like, gay. "What?" <laughs> well, that's also like Lily Tomlin. Right. Uh, that was like... I didn't know she was gay. I mean, big I news. And it she's was, never been in the closet. Never. Never. No, no. never. I think it's just... I think that maybe what it is is if you are just open about it and you don't make a big deal out of it... Right. People you don't are make just, it like issue right. a press release. Right. That people are just like, she's gay. It's right. like Nathan Lane. He's gay and I think... Well, there was a big to-do when he came out. Right. But what I'm saying Because he is, for a long time denied it. Right. I'm so. saying like he's the opposite Well, he didn't of that really deny he it. Like he was like, it's none of your business. Right. It wasn't like, I'm oh, not gay. Okay. It was, I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. It's none of your business. The same that, who's Sean Hayes? He still does that. He okay. still says, it's none of your business. Gotcha. Um, and, but who is gotcha. he kidding? Right. Like, who is Nathan Lane kidding? And, and who is Sean Hayes kidding? And all the Hollywood actors that are listening to the show, instead of saying, you know, well, you know, like, are you gay? And they're like, you know, not, no, I'm not. Um, but uh, that there's nothing wrong no, I'm with not, that. But my, my husband is. No, they're, they're <laughs> like, oh well, no, I'm not. But there's nothing wrong with that. Could you just say I'm very flattered? Thank you. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like rather than go with this thing, like there's nothing wrong with that. Just say, you know, I'm really flattered. Yeah. Well, when Ed know. Koch, the former mayor of New York City, was accused of being gay, which pff, why would right. you? Right. Well, who? Well, thought he I, was gay, but um, me. But anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he said, but only you know, in his time in the people's You're court. saying this like. You want me to deny it, like it's a bad thing, and yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And that's all he said. Like yes. he didn't say, "I'm not." Gonna, he didn't say, "There's nothing wrong with that." Right. He didn't say, "Yes, I am." No, I'm not. He just said, "The only reason you're saying this is because you want me to say something bad about gay people, yes. and mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that." That's right. right. Um, exactly. So, so there's got to be a better terminology. I guess that's what I'm requesting. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm flattered. Thank you. Is good. Yes. Yeah, because I read that there was somebody who was it that um, oh he's he's going in for some role. Is it the guy who's doing Superman or is it um, the guy that played that in the Holocaust movie? Oh my gosh, I was just reading some gossip or whatever, and someone asked him um, if he was bisexual, and he just he was just like, you know, I'm really flattered by that comment. Thank you for you know thinking that I'm that attractive or that I'm that um, that you're that smitten with me. You right, know, right. And, you know, it was like that type of a comment. Like this, and I thought, 
What a great way to just to say it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I'm trying to. I can't think of it right now, but a character on a TV show on The West Wing was was lesbian baited, and I can't remember what her response was right. when she was called to the carpet. But I thought it was exceptional. It was something yeah. like, "Does it make a difference?" Right. Yes. You know, like yeah, like just make it a part of the like an everyday just, thing. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't need to answer that question. Right. Exactly. Um, so anyway. Uh, but yes. So that's the deal with some celebrity comings out, although I'm sure there were more that were missing. You oh, know, yeah. somebody always comes out. Yes. We're going to actually take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to do some more political stuff, less show-busy stuff in our highlights. And um, our final section will be the sad in memram for 2005. Oh, yeah. So um, please stick around to Closet Stuff for Clothes. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Cause of Stuff for Clothes on WCBN. You. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and we're going through some highlights of 2005. Um, and apparently one of us made a new friend um, at some point during the last year. Dan has brought in our library of our archive of all of our shows. And one of the CDs is labeled New Friend Today. Um, we don't know what that means. But apparently we were all happy to have made a new friend. Yes. I wish I could remember who it and was. Dr. Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a new format today. That was when we started the oh. new format. So, yes. Well, so. new friend is funnier. Yes, I think much funnier. <laughs> yes. Especially when it's my writing and I can't read it. <laughs> right, right. So a couple of things. Let's talk about some um, marriage highlights of 2005. Because there's many different things to talk about. Um, you know, some real, the real basic of the fact that um, Massachusetts celebrated for one year um yes. and nothing like no, no crisis no happen. bad things happen except no earthquake the, except the very first couple to get married under the new law has divorced no yep. yes what the hey yeah, sorry so, <laughs> yeah well what why'd they get married in the first place well they very much I'm, loved each other yeah i'm guessing that probably there was a lot of stress in their relationship. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was kind of... Well, but I think it just shows that our relationships are fallible. Yeah, they're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Um, but, you know, some other things definitely happening, both good and bad. Um, California legislature passed um, marriage amendments, but it was summarily vetoed by the governor mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but that i mean it, it it i love that we call him the governor <laughs> i do too makes me happy um you know it only passed by one vote but it still passed right and right. uh right. it was vetoed again but i don't think it was the end of it um also uh the united kingdom oh my gosh civil unions yes. not marriage civil unions a little bit different um and the end result of that was something we talked about last week was that you know elton john got married yep. to his longtime partner um and the same place as prince charles and camilla parker bowles officiated by the same officiant which wow is awesome yes. i think that's a really really cool thing yes. um and and also the 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 impact that really does make um, in the United States, I mean, I think just like there were like a few weeks ago when we had someone on from the SDN, the Servicemen Defense, right, 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 Members right. Legal Defense Network. Yes, that one. Um, <laughs> that um, and he said, you know, that some of the comments that have been making, you know, like you've been working, you know, you've been fighting the war with people from England and, and Israel, where they allow um, out people to be out. You know, mm-hmm. has that really affected your your fighting style or fighting? You know, your um, right. Being able to is, get your work done. is it harder now to be in the military? Right. Yep. And how that's going to be quite an impact. So for sure. Um, and then some bad stuff. For example, um, the research that has shown that since prop prop proposal two, 
passed in Michigan that there's been an increase in LGBT-related hate crimes in the state of Michigan, which um, we've actually talked about at length on this show, Mm -hmm. that when you codify hatred in the law, then it just makes... The, the the step to violence is not very big. That's right. You know, it's a lot easier to get there for folks. And when they, when people see that, oh, well, they're, you know, LGBT folks are not being given their full rights legally, well, then I can further otherize them yep. and make them a victim and objectify them. It's a lot easier for, and not to say that people are being that conscious about it. Well, but I, it, I think some people are, uh, and yeah. it certainly is easier and i'd like to see also the link with like uh, with other hate crimes as well mm-hmm. and seeing if they're increasing just as much i mean i because it's for me it's the hate crimes don't necessarily happen just for one group but i'm i'm i am going to be guessing that probably hate crimes against women hate crimes against um various religions um also hate crimes um against i was thinking races things like that that um is probably also increased and but it's it's just one of those it's not just one thing i i guess it's just not one group no it's not that's gonna that's gonna happen certainly not so certainly not so that's some of the the stuff um about marriage that's definitely um happened over the last year of course we can keep our eyes peeled because i'm sure that that's a long-term thing i saw an ad on um, I think it was the advocate.com over the weekend that, um, said they said it was about marriage. And then the next screen that scrolls up says now they're trying to take away our health insurance. Yeah. So, it, I mean, I think that it's much like, I think what the radical right has done in the choice movement is that they, okay, we can't surmount this huge battle. We can't, okay, we can't overturn Roe v. Wade, but we can chip away at, at choice. Right. So that it's pretty much against the law to get an abortion. Like right. you have to yeah. fit these very narrow criteria. Um, well, I think it's similar, a similar thing, only sort of they are starting with the big thing. They're saying, okay, you can't get married. Okay, you can't find this loophole to also have health insurance. Right. We're gonna, mm-hmm. we're gonna fight you on that. No, you can't be, get non-discrimination policies yep. in, in housing or in you know it's yep. you can't adopt children you can't yep. do all these things in the, in right the all of these room. things yeah. um so i think that it's it's a very interesting thing to watch i for one am an only a half-hearted marriage advocate i think that um i personally think and this is something we've actually not talked about a lot that like everybody being able to get married shouldn't be the goal. I think the goal should be everybody getting all the same rights. Yes. And it doesn't matter if you're married or not. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, right. well, and I think that it really like the whole marriage issue, like kind of kidnapped the whole movement. It did. Um, because there's a lot of other things that we also need to be det- paying attention well, to. Right. There were things that we didn't even more basic rights that we didn't yes. have that right. we sort of, there was a group of people who said, well, we're just going to jump on this bandwagon and take it where we can take it. And right. It was a reactive Right thing. Right. It was right. very reactive. We, we let a group of people set our agenda yeah. instead of right. setting our own agenda, and that didn't work for us because yep. people weren't ready for that yep. yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you know, people were ready, and, and you can look back before the whole that the 2004 election, people were ready for anti-discrimination legislation. Eleven bills were passed in state legislatures this this year wow right so So, i mean they were ready for that which is a step towards towards the freedom you know towards the that sort of thing um or even just recently like the talk about being ready is that if i heard the story correctly about (coughs) sorry about that um about um dearborn or dearborn heights where they passed hate crime legislation um thinking that it included sexual orientation um and gender identity and it did not and when they discovered it in the same meeting they was like wait a minute we have not put this in there um the council actually took action and said we're going to do a sub council or a subcommittee that's going to determine as things come in whether it's a hate crime against sexual orientation or gender identity and actually has formed a committee um mm-hmm. uh, to actively um talk about this issue until they could get it on the ball. Right, and I was just like, "Wow!" I mean, that was, and the AFA got involved, thinking that well, they have, we have, I think, oh, they said over three thousand families in that area, or something like that, that. That's a major supporter of our group, so therefore we're going to get involved. And Fred Phelps was going to turn up and all this stuff. But mm-hmm. why you know, anybody would want Fred to come to their event as a supporter is beyond right, me. <laughs> right. 
But I think it's the same thing. It's the same the the whole mentality. I mean, I don't think they see it as a bad idea. Or just that he's. I think they see Fred Phelps as a bad idea. Really? Yeah, I think that the AFA oh, is yeah. not interested in being literally in bed with Fred Phelps. Yeah. Like they think. I mean, he's That's too. That's a sight. Ex- I'm sorry. Go ahead, it yeah. is. It, he's too extreme for them. I think. Mm-hmm. But I think behind closed doors, I don't they think fully they necessarily disagree with what he says. Right. Right. But I think, like in public, they know that if they walked around and said the things that Fred Phelps says, like he's. He's hateful. I mean, on some level, you have to, you know, and I don't like to use the word respect in terms of Fred Phelps, but he's willing to be out there with how he feels. I mean, he's willing to say, honestly Mm -hmm. and completely, this is what I think. Mm -hmm. As crazy as it may be, he's out there saying that. And it's easier to attack someone when they're up front or defend yourself when you know what their tactics are. Right, right, right. That's why AFA has been somewhat successful at times is because they twist things and they Mm -hmm. make it seem like, well, no, we're just talking about this, you know. Well, the very simple act, uh, honestly and truly, that that Fred Phelps uses the word fag and the AFA says homosexual. That difference right there kind of says, you know, a lot about the two different groups. So I want to be like the Fred Phelps of the... Um, the, the anti-Fred Phelps, the yeah, like other like, side. Yeah, like use breeder instead of, there you know, you heterosexual. <laughs> or use, um, you know... Um, just come up with some crazy really crazy, Yeah, names. and just kind of MB and picket, you know, various things that... Well, that's the thing. Their events. What if we walked... I mean, what if we went to, you know... Ave Maria and yeah. stood outside the law school and yeah. started, you know with signs that say God hates breeders yeah. or whatever. We Mary would. loves <laughs> Mary loves um, uh, gay people. You right, know, right. So, you know whatever we. Say, know. I mean, they would not be happy about that, but they employ that tactic with yeah. us right. all the time. Yeah. Well, and I think I've talked about this on the show before. The idea of the you know standing out across the street from the anti-choice protesters with a big, you know, because they have their, what, like five, six-foot posters um, of stillborn infants, not aborted fetuses. hello. Um, And, you know, hold those big signs up of standing there with a big poster of a woman, a pregnant woman with a gun to her head. You know, like, this is the alternative, right? Yeah. but of course we realize that that's just sort of an incitation to riot and yeah. it's not really it may feel good yeah like a good argument always yeah. does but it's right. not really going to solve much of anything right mm-hmm. um and, and we're probably not going to solve this issue and Right. So I got us off topic again. Sorry. No, it's okay. No. It's all fine. I think it is on topic. Oh, I guess I maybe need a break to calm it down. It is on topic. Um, we need a, did I just hear you say we need a break? I may need a break to calm down. Okay. Why don't we take a break and we'll come back and we'll finish up, round out the highlights of 2005 on Closets Are For Close. back on we are <laughs> on closets are for clothes we hey did you know that i i barely knew it <laughs> we, t- we took our headphones off during the break to sort of and we didn't put kibitz. them back on in time yes yes kibitz. we had to kibitz yes a little bit um so a few more things before we do the in memorum i never quite get that word pronounced correctly but i think everybody knows what i'm talking about yes, in memory it's, of yes yeah uh, really briefly um some not so great things because you know we're on the in in memorum thing and we probably should just talk about other depressing things as well um there were you know several gay teens that were hung in countries in the middle east um because of anti-gay hatred yeah um there was also um the there's crystal the crystal matthews is on the rise in the GLBT community, um, and which is resulting in, or contributing to, rather, a rise in HIV and AIDS in the gay community as well. Um, so definitely some things there not to be happy about. Um, 
not to be excited about but there's other there are things and of course oh sorry before i move on to that um of course the afa and other fundamentalist folks blamed gays for hurricane katrina and hurricane wilma which makes zero sense to any thinking person um you know because we have ways of of conjuring the oceans and making them stir you know how are us pagans and uh right right (laughs) we're all dancing naked around a fire Willing that to happen. Things like the military recruiting um, on campuses because their don't ask, don't tell us a policy is supported by the Supreme Court. Some really ugly, ugly things. But also some really exciting things like um, Ford responding to the AFA's alleged boycott resolution um, by saying, not only are we going to redo the ads we said we'd do, we'll do more. Yes. We don't know what the heck they're talking about let's let's reaffirm our relationship with the lgbt community also the pride at work lawsuit was very victorious in their initial court hearing um around issues of domestic partnership and benefits and things so that's a very cool thing um and something we should be very happy about in um in michigan specifically but i think it also will set precedent all over the country for sure right um what do you do you guys have anything to add to that really briefly or really quickly no and i don't i mean it's been quite a year yeah. it has been quite a year and um so who do we need to say goodbye to this year um this is in no particular order <clears throat> and there are some people on here that i don't i don't know who they are which makes me feel like i'm not gay enough not gay enough <laughs> <laughs> um david brudnoy who is a radio host susan sontag writer rudolph moshamer who's a fashion designer, um, Philip Johnson, an architect, Wanda Alston, an LGBT rights activist, Andrea Dworkin, feminist, Jack Nichols, writer and actor and activist, excuse me, Ismail Merchant, filmmaker and producer, Jean O'Leary, lesbian activist, David Diamond, composer, Gavin Lambert, screenwriter and novelist, Leroy Whitfield, AIDS journalist, George Hislop, gay rights pioneer, Jody Dabrowski, who was murdered recently, um, Graham Payne, partner of Noel Coward, and Steve Harvey, Jamaican AIDS activist. So, wow. Yeah. That's our list in review. Yeah. And also, just the other, the fact that I learned the other day is that there are more people that have been killed as a transgender person um, due to a hate crime than... Um, than other no, hate all crime. other hate all crimes together. together, right? Mm-hmm. So and so uh, to all those that were the victims of hate crimes, mm-hmm. um, you may not have been famous, but certainly <coughs> worthy of our remembrance. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And the before we're winding up, we just have a few minutes left, and I want to just point out what my particular um, highlight of 2005 is: is that you know. We're going to have a baby in my house. So that's a pretty exciting thing. Oh, yeah. um, To increase the numbers behind the gay agenda. (laughs) However we can. However we can. Um, So we hope that you had a great 2005 as well. Um, Do you guys have any other... I don't. You keep I just looking at this pictures is, of all these celebrities. It's making me very curious. Well, it's because they have all these good quotes from from different celebrities. Uh huh. And so I'm going to share with you Kanye West's yes. recent one. And it said it was kind of like a turning point when I was like, "Yo, this is my cousin. I love him, and I've been discriminating against gays. Not just hip hop, but America just discriminates. And I want to just, I and I want to just to come on TV and just tell my rappers, just tell my friends, yo, stop it." So I think that says it all. I, I think, think it, it sure does. Yo, stop it. Yo, stop That's it. Right. I got, by the way, I got his his albums for Christmas, and they are awesome. Oh, they're very very good. I, Great. Yeah, I like them a lot. Well, thanks for tuning by to Closet Stuff for Clothes um, on Wednesday, December twenty eighth. And hopefully, we have been the highlight of your year. That's right. Yeah, or at least so. your Wednesday uh, evenings. Your Wednesday evenings, exactly. And if not, um, uh, we will definitely try to make it we'll um, a highlight uh, next year. So, thanks for tuning in. See y'all next year.
Thanks for tuning into Closets Are Foreclosed on WCBN FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500. That's 763-3500. Or you can write us here at the station at 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. Or at our Ipsy office, you can reach us at P.O. Box 980070, Ypsilanti, Michigan 48198. The views and opinions expressed on Closets Are For Clothes are solely those of their speakers and are not the opinions of WCBN or our licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns, I'm Christy Cardinal. See you at the same time, same place next week, Wednesday from 6 to 7. Peace. Peace.